Shalom everyone, this is Evangelist James and Louise Eads with uh, Scriptures Across the World, Watchman Street Ministries here on Repent Radio. And we preach repentance and baptism. But right now we're reading through the Essene Humane Gospel of Yeshaya, and this is part two. We're not sure how many parts is in here. Till we're through with this book, then we'll be on the uh, Yasat, which would be uh, Yasha Ahaya. Uh, scriptures all that top and uh, here we go uh, from where we left off yesterday the prophecy of earth being transformed into an Edenic paradise and Joseph spake these words Prosperous be the true supreme power of our fathers and our mothers in Yasharala. For in the acceptable time <clears throat> thou hast surely heard my voice, and in the day of salvation hast thou always helped me. For did not thou say, I will preserve thy consecrated seed and make with thee a covenant of the people to renew the face of the earth and return everything back to its root and to cause the desolate places to be rescued from the very hands of those doing the spoiling. For thou hast promised to restore Eden over the face of the earth and give peace and joy unto all the creatures that thou mayest say to the captives go ye forth and be set free even as ye were born free and to them that live in darkness because of fear thou sayest showeth yourselves in the light of day and be ye not afraid any more for they one and all shall again feed in the ways of pleasantness only may you be prosperous in this shy yes. pleasantness only for thy people at that time shall no more hunt nor worry the creatures with fear of hungerness. For all shall be fed and satisfied, which I have made to rejoice before my eyes. Nay, nor shall any hunger or thirst any more, neither shall the heat of day smite them, nor the cold of night destroy them, and none shall be weary or restless, for all shall be at peace with one another under the father-mother Ahaya of eternity. Therefore, 
Sing ye consecrated messengers in the heaven, and rejoice, thou earthly man. O ye deserts, bring forth with righteous songs, for truly thou, O Ahiah, dost comfort thy people and all thy creatures, and surely console them that have suffered wrong. Now it came to pass that Elizabeth's full time came, and she brought forth a son, and all rejoiced with her. And on the eighth day the child was consecrated according to the consecrated law, cutting of the foreskins. And a wondrous thing took place, for the child asked for a writing table, and did write his own name, John. And they all marveled for the almighty supreme power. And he opened his mouth, spake, and praised Ahiah. And all they that heard about John were amazed and exclaimed, What manner of child shall this be? Surely the hand of the Eternal One is upon him. And the child's father, Zacharias, was filled with the Ruach HaKadash and prophesied, saying, Blessed be thou, Ahiah, O true power of Yasharalah, for thou hast surely visited and reclaimed thy people, for thou hast raised up thy horn of salvation for us in the midst of David's household. Even as thou spakest by the mouth of thy consecrated prophets, which have been with us since the world's beginning, even Adam thy first prophet, and now my son John, which thou hast given us, in that we should be saved from our enemies, in order to perform the mercy promised to our ancestors, always thoughtful of thy consecrated covenant of old. And because of all these things, O Ahiah, thy child shall be called the prophet of the highest, the prophet of the eternal all, for he shall truly go before thy face, O Ahiah, to prepare thy ways for the people, to grant knowledge of salvation unto all nations by the remission of their sins, for it is through the tender mercy and justice of our supreme power, even thee, our eternal Father, whereby the very waters of truth for above have visited us this day to give true light to them that sit in darkness and in the very shadow of death itself, and to guide our feet as a lamp before us into the ways of peace and mercy. And he became strong in spirit and truth. And the child John grew and became strong in the spirit and truth of the consecrated law. But the mission was hidden until the day of his appointed time, 
to appear unto Yasharala. For it was this John that would one day baptize Yeshua and witness to the Savior in the form of a dove descending upon him, thus proclaiming Yeshua's identity to the world, the birth of Yeshua in a cave. And Joseph and Mary went into Bethlehem, the city of David, and Mary heavy with child, brought forth her firstborn babe in a cave and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger within the cave. For there was no room to be found for them in the town. And behold, the cave was filled with bright light as of the sun, and it reflected the glory of many consecrated messengers. And there proved to be in the cave also an ox, and a horse, and an ass, and a sheep, and beneath the manger was a cat with her little one. And there were doves also overhead, and each had its mate after its kind, the male with the female. Thus it came to pass that Yeshua was born in the midst of the animals, which through the redemption of man from ignorance and sin, he came to redeem from their sufferings by the manifestation of the sons and daughters of Ahiah. All those whosoever liveth according to the consecrated law, and in the field shepherds were keeping watch over their flocks by night, and lo, the messenger of Ahiah came upon them, and the glory of the highest shone round about them, and they were much afraid. But the messenger said unto them, Fear not, kind shepherds, for behold, I bring you good tidings, of great joy and peace. For unto you is born this day in Bethlehem, the city of David, a Savior, which is Yeshua, the coming Savior and consecrated one of Ahia. And suddenly there was heard great singing and rejoicing, yea, even a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising Ahia and saying, Glory be to Ahia in the heights of the highest heaven and on earth below. The sevenfold peace toward all men and women of good will. The shepherds now said, Let us go even unto David's cry, David's city and see the consecration which is come to pass, which our supreme power hath made known unto us this hour. And they journeyed with haste, and found Mary and Joseph in a cave close to Bethlehem, and the consecrated child lying in a manger with many animals about. And when the child Yeshua came to be eight, year, eight days old, 
He was consecrated to the Almighty Supreme Power according to the consecrated law and named Yeshaya even as was spoken by the messenger Gabriel before he was conceived in Mary's womb. And it came to pass that certain wise men heard of this Yeshaya being born in the cave near Bethlehem of Judea, being from far away, these wise men of the east had purified themselves and tasted not of flesh food nor of strong drink in order to find the Savior whom they sought. For they had seen his star in the heavens and the sign of his presence and had come to worship and honor him as the consecrated child of Ahiah even as it was written beforehand by the consecrated prophets that gifts would be given unto him at his birth, and that out of Judah shall come forth a teacher of righteousness who should renew the consecrated law unto all the nations of the earth. And when the wise men saw the babe with Mary his mother, they fell upon their knees and did obeisance unto him. And when they had opened their treasure chest, they presented unto the consecrated child gifts of gold, frankincense, and mirth. Even as Adam was given such things from Eden, after he took residence in the cave of treasures. And after a time, the wise men being warned of Ahia in a vision that they should not return to Herod to report the whereabouts of the babe, for Herod sought after the babe to slay him. They departed into their own country, with Herod not even knowing again of them. Later, behold, an messenger of Ahia appeared unto Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take the young child and the mother, and flee quickly into Egypt, and there remain safely, until I hid thee, bid thee to return. For wicked Herod seeks to destroy Yeshia, and by night they departed into Egypt unto the safety of the consecrated brotherhood. With them, their brothers and sisters of the consecrated way remained for seven years until word came that Herod was dead. Thus was a prophecy fulfilled which was spoken of Ahia, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. Elizabeth also, when she heard of Herod's insane plan, took her infant son John up into the mountains and hid him. And when Zechariah 
would not reveal the whereabouts of John or Yeshia, they slew him in the temple between the consecrated place and the altar. Then when Herod saw that he was fooled by the wise men who returneth not unto him, his anger was exceedingly great, and he sent forth a decree whereby all the children of Bethlehem and in every nearby coastal town were slain with the sword. From two years old and under did he slay them. Then came to pass the word spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying in Ramah was there a voice heard, much lamentation and loud weeping. For the morning was great, Rachel weeping for her children, but would not be comforted because they are slain. But when Herod was dead, and all was safe in Yasharala, behold, a messenger of Ahiah appeared unto Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise in safety, and return your household into the land of Yasharala. For the wicked are dead, which sought after the young child's life. And Joseph arose and with Mary and Yeshia, they came into the land of Yasharala, leaving behind them the brothers and sisters in Egypt of the consecrated way. And they did dwell in a territory later known as Nazareth, even as Yeshia was called the Nazarene. Now it came to pass that Joseph and Mary went up to Jerusalem every year to honor the feast of the unfermented cakes and pure oblation. And they observed the feast after the same manner of their true brethren, who abstained from bloodshed and the eating of flesh and from strong drink. And on one occasion, when Yeshia was twelve years old, he went also to Jerusalem with his parents after the custom of the consecrated feast, when they had fulfilled the required days of the feast, Yeshia tarried behind, for his parents knew not of it. And it came to pass that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of many learned men, both hearing them speak and asking them questions. And all there that heard Yeshia speak were truly astonished at his understanding and wisdom. And when Mary and Joseph at last confronted him, Yeshia replied, How is it that ye sought after me and could not find? Did ye not know that I must be in my parents' house? But they understood not the saying 
which Yeshua spake unto them. It was at that time that a certain prophet, seeing Yeshua, said unto him, Behold, the love and the wisdom of Ahiah are one in thee. Therefore, in the age to come, shalt thou be called Yeshua. For by the anointed Savior shall Ahiah save mankind, which now is bitter as the salty sea, it shall be turned into sweetness. But to this generation the bride shall not be made ready, for it is yet to the age to come. Yeshaya sets free the captive bird. And on a certain day, the child Yeshaya came to a place where a trap was set for the capture of birds. And there were boys there awaiting their capture. And Yeshaya, seeing them, said unto them, who hath set this snare for the innocent creatures of Ahiah? Behold, in a like manner shall they be caught without mercy or thoughtfulness. Lo, these Ahiah's gifts to man. And Yeshua beheld twelve sparrows as it were dead. And he moved his hands over them and said to them, Go fly away to freedom. And while ye live, remember me. And the onlooking Jews, seeing this, were astonished, and went off and told it to the priests. And many wonders were beheld wherever the child journeyed, and flowers were seen to spring up beneath his very feet from barren rocky soil of old. And those that looked on stood in awe of him, and were amazed, for never were such wonders seen. For it was as if Ahiah himself were walking upon the earth, and all of nature sought after him, so as to worship his very presence. And all the consecrated creatures were moved, and impressed by his glory and understanding, for all living things seem to sense him as something consecrated and sacred. Yea, even wild beasts were subdued at the mere sight of him or the sound of his voice. For no thing trembled nor was afraid of him. <clears throat> even the most timid of creatures approached him without fear or hesitation, seeking the peace he alone seemed to offer and contain. And it came to pass, after many wondrous events in the course of years, that Yeshua had reached his eighteenth year of age and was espoused unto Miriam, a maiden of the tribe of Judah, and they lived according to the consecrated laws of a pure marriage, 
without chastity, thus proving themselves undefiled and purified from all sin for seven years before the Eternal Father. But it was at this time that Miriam did see a fleshly death, for Ahiah took her, that Yeshia might fulfill all things, even that which was spoken of him from the prophets. For Yeshia came into the world that all things might return to their root. He came to release man from bondage to death and to set every creature free before Ahiah. Thus Yeshia would suffer a fleshly death for the sons and daughters of man, for upholding the purest motive of love, fallen man had abused the love of Ahiah and forsook his consecrated law for the commands and false doctrines of men and devils. Great was the coming mission of the Savior, and few understand the wisdom of it. Yeshia was the perfect example of humane love on earth. As a man, he would excel in all things before Ahiah. As a spiritual savior, Yeshia knew and understood the wisdom of the law, and it was written of him. He came to renew the consecrated law and teach its true meaning among men and messengers. And it came to pass that Yeshia returned into Egypt to the consecrated brotherhood and was further instructed in truth and wisdom even as Moses was before him. And there did Yeshia meditate and fast in the desert sanctuary, praying and obtaining the miraculous power of the consecrated name, by which name he worked many wonders and taught much wisdom of consecrated things. And for seven years, Yeshia, in the fleshly body of man, conversed with Ahiah, the Eternal, the Almighty Supreme Power, as if face to face. For while in the Spirit, Yeshia did know of all that is consecrated and pure, but now in the flesh did he experience all natures and the beauty of life and the living creatures of Ahiah. <clears throat> and Yeshia experienced the language of birds and the beasts, and even the fishes of the sea, and the healing powers of trees, and of herbs and grass, and of flowers, and also the purifying power of water, and the hidden secrets of precious stones in relation to all the creatures of the earth. 
small things, even unto great things, did Yeshua come to know and understand in a great way. Thus, in Yeshua the man, were all things revealed by Ahiah, even as all things were revealed unto him before he came, for there remained no thing hidden unto him, whether it be times and seasons of the sun and the moon and the stars in their appointed times and places, or the powers of the sacred letters and mysteries of the square and the circle and the transmutation of things and of forms and of numbers and of signs. Yea, Yeshua did understand every law of nature, both visible and invisible to man. Even the very secrets of the eons did he discern and know. Oh, of acorns did he discern and know. So it was that there remained nothing hidden to his mind, for all natural decrees of Ahiah were manifested in him and through him, making the silence to be heard and the darkness by for all the light of the consecrated law was in him. He being in Ahiah's rest from the very beginning of time, even unto his birth, as a consecrated child unto the Savior. And Yeshua was perfect, he being the law made flesh upon earth, to bear testimony to truth from above, that many would know of the Father's love and gentleness and true nature. And in time, Yeshua ended his stay with his brothers and sisters of the consecrated way in Egypt and returned to Nazareth to visit his parents. And while there, he was approved as rabbi in Jerusalem, instructing many in the consecrated things of Ahiah, even in the temple without interference. Yeshua teaches the Gentile consecrated law given to the nation, to all nations. And it came to pass that Yeshua went into many nations to teach the consecrated law of Ahiah into Assyria and India and into Persia and into the land of the Chaldeans. And Yeshua did travel into many different nations and spake unto many peoples of the consecrated way of life. And he did visit their temples and spake unto their priests, yea, instructing and reproving even their wise men for many years, according to the wisdom of the true Ahiah. And Yeshua was loved there 
among the people and worked many wonders and healed the sick and aided the weak and the ignorant. For Yeshua felt a great pity for the people, even as he was witness to their lawlessness and poverty and slavery and inhumanity. And it was for these reasons he experienced the tender mercy of a perfect human being, realizing the people's bondage to lawless morality and death. The consecrated law proved to be within Yeshua, and he told unto them the great love and compassion of the true Ahiah. Even that Ahiah is not partial to his creation, but is good to all, and giveth them his consecrated law as light unto their feet in a world of gross darkness. For the true tribe of Yasharala is any man that keeps the consecrated law, even as the law was given unto all men under thee, and so did the people of the nations hearken unto his words, and wanted much for Yeshua to live among them, always teaching the consecrated way of spiritual and physical health reform. But Yeshua stayed not, but traveled into many nations, making disciples everywhere he taught. All creation respects Yeshua, promise of paradise restored. And Yeshua proved to be the humane son of consecrated parents in that all the hearts of the field showed respect. All the beasts of the field showed respect unto him. And all the birds of the heavens took no fear in him. And even the fishes of the sea rejoices at the presence of him. None were in fear of him. Yea, the great wild beast of the desert did indeed perceive the authority of Ahiah within him and did him much service, bearing him from place to place with much gladness and readiness. For a certainty, the spirit of the divine consecrated law was within him as he was in the great rest of the Father, being filled with the fruitage of the Rawakh HaKadash, also filled all things around him and made all things subject unto. For thus shall ye be fulfilled through him the words of the prophet. The lion shall lie down with the calf, and the leopard with the kid, and the wolf with the lamb, and the bear with the ass, and the owl with the dove, and the child of Ahiah shall lead them. 
And it shall come to pass that none shall hurt or destroy in my consecrated mountain. For my earth, my sanctuary, shall be full of the knowledge of the consecrated one, even as the waters cover the bed of the sea. And it shall come to pass in that day that I will make again and renew a covenant with the beasts of the earth and the fowls of the air and the fishes of the sea and with all created things for all shall know me and I will break the bow and the arrow of the hunter and the sword of the slaughterer and all the instruments of bloodshed will I banish from the earth even forever and I will surely make all of them my creatures to lie down in safety and in peace and to live without fear or outcry for neither shall they hunger nor thirst any more but be fed and cherished for even as the sun does rise and set each new day so shall it be in the lands blessed by Ahiah wherein all dwell securely and I will take unto myself all those elect and deliver unto them eternal righteousness and in lasting peace and in loving kindness they will know thy true supreme power and all his love and glory and the earth shall bring forth in abundance the good corn and the fresh juice of the grape and the oil of every seed and at that time I will certainly say unto them which were not my people thou art my people and they shall say unto me thou art our supreme power alone for in that day the whole earth shall be taught the knowledge of the consecrated law <clears throat> and the love of Ahiah shall fill the hearts of many so they rejoice in the fruits of their labor thus shall my word stand and come to pass and all those putting their faith in my words shall never come to disappointment but be satisfied let all who have ears hear and all that have eyes behold for the day drawn near when such things shall surely come to pass and Yeshua continued in his mercies toward the people and many were amazed and astonished at his words and works of charity for who for wherever Yeshua journeyed and whatever thing he did all goodness and much beauty resulted 
or the Spirit of the Eternal all rested upon him, even as my rights of messengers ministered unto him. Yeshia rescues a lion, and on a certainty, on a certain day, as Yeshia was passing by a high mountain range, nigh into the desert, he came upon a lion, pursued by many hunters, seeking to slay him with stones and javelins. Seeing this, Yeshia rebuked them, saying, Why hunt ye these beautiful creatures of Ahia, which are nobler than most of mankind? For a certainty, by the cruelties of many generations, these poor beasts were made the enemies of man. For had man been the caretaker and keeper of these poor beasts, even as Ahia thus appointed him as such, in the beginning he would hunt not. For I tell you this day, if the power of Ahia is shown in these creatures, so also is magnified his long-suffering and compassion. Cease forever ye to persecute these good creatures who desireth not to harm you. For see ye not how he flees from you, and is terrified by thy weapons and violence, know ye not that the hunters shall become the hunted in this world, even as every man shall sow, so shall he reap, even all just rewards and punishments. And at that moment the lion came down from the mountain's edge and did lay at the feet, of Yeshia, and did show love unto him, for the animal sensed the sevenfold peace of Yeshia, and feared him not. And the hunters were astonished at this, and exclaimed, Lo, this man surely loveth all creatures, and hath the power to subdue and command even the greatest of all beasts of the desert, in that they obey his words. Never have we witnessed such as this before. And the hunters left off from pursuing the lion, and marveled at the words of Yeshia in wonderment as to whom this man was. John the Baptist, forerunner of Yeshia. And it soon came to pass that the time had arrived for Yeshia's cousin John to make ready a consecrated people for Yeshia's name. For the consecrated word of Ahiah came unto John in the wilderness, brotherhood of the elect. And John set out to 
complete the special calling, even preaching the baptism of repentance from the remission of sins. For it was written in the prophets concerning him, Prepare ye the consecrated way of the chosen one. Make straight the pathway of the anointed. For every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be brought low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough way shall be made smooth. For all flesh shall see the salvation of Ahiah at work among the people, and every eye shall behold the glory of his way. And the same John, known as the Baptist, appeared in simple dress and humility, and his food was the fruit of the locust tree and wild honey, even as the messenger Gabriel had spoken of. And John spake unto the multitude, all those seeking baptism, and said, O generation of disobedient ones, heed ye my words. Begin this day to bring fruits worthy of repentance, righteous works that save. For I tell thee, every tree which bringeth not good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire, and so shall it be with thee, if ye not keep the consecrated law and live it. And some wealthier people spoke out and asked John, What shall we do then? How are we to be saved? And John answered and said unto them, He that hath two coats, let him impart to him that hath none. And he that hath abundant food, let him do as the first. And he that hath riches, let him give his gold to the brotherhood, where all shareth in love and care of the poor, the orphans, the widows, those of long years, those with illness, yea, given to the general fund, wherein all those of the almighty supreme power resided in true peace and love. Alas, also there came unto him certain tax collectors to be baptized and asked of him, Master, what shall we do? And John said unto them, Exact no more than that which is dear you, and he, and be ever merciful as to thy authority. And then came soldiers unto John and asked, and what shall we do? Tell us, please. And John said unto them, Do violence to no man nor any creature, neither accuse any falsely. 
Be content with thy wages, which prove enough, accepting no bribe or favor. And John spake unto them all, saying, Listen, and hear well, all you who have ears. Keep yourselves from bloodshed and all manner of blood, from anything strangled, and from dead bodies of birds and beasts, and fish, eat ye not, and from all deeds of cruelty, and from all that is gotten of wrong, yea, contrary to natural laws of good and humane love. For do ye think the blood of beasts and birds will watch, will wash sin? I tell you, nay, they do not. Therefore ye must all speak the truth and be just. Ye must be merciful to one another and to all creatures that live. Thereby walking humbly with thy power, who loveth the pure oblation only. And the people were in strictest attendance of John's words, and many wondered in their hearts whether he be the Savior, and still others asked unto him, if he were, but John answered, saying unto them all, I indeed baptize you with water, but the consecrated one, mightier than I, yet cometh, the latchet of whose very shoes I am not worthy to unloose. For he shall also baptize you with water and with fire. For a fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor, and will gather the true wheat into his storehouse, but the chaff he will burn with destructive fire. For his fan airs the judgment of the wicked, who will be as if they were never born at all. But they of righteous heart will inherit the fountain of living waters, wherein eternal springs of truth impart life everlasting. And John, known as the Baptist, continued in many exhortations, and many people did listen and long to hear more and know of the one greater than he, the consecrated one, to come in the name of the consecrated law of Ahiah. Thus John prepared the way, even as Yeshua's forerunner of consecrated truth, and the Pharisees and the Sadducees got to hear of this message and were greatly angered with him. For they were not looking unto the Savior, as John was announcing to all of Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region round about the Jordan River, even as he was baptizing 
all those confessing their sins, yea, John did baptize many in the river Jordan. The consecrated Savior descends on Yeshua. <clears throat> and it came to pass that the time was right for Yeshua to come unto John, and it was in the midst of the summer, in the tenth month, that Yeshua from Galilee came unto John to be baptized of him. But John hesitated, saying, I surely have need to be baptized of thee. Why comest thou to me? And Yeshua answering said unto him, Permit it to be as now, so now, John, for thus it becometh both to fulfill all that is righteous before the consecrated father mother in heaven. Then John listened and did as Yeshua had spoken. And Yeshua, when he was baptized, went directly out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And from the cloud twelve rays of light appeared, and there in the form of the dove the consecrated Savior descended with brilliant lighting upon him. And though a voice from heaven was heard, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. This day have I begotten thee. Listen to him and obey his consecrated law. And John bore testimony of him, saying, This is he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness have we all received, even mercy for mercy, for mercy and truth are the consecrated law, whereby Yeshua the Savior is the fullness thereof. And John continued saying, I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you whom ye know not. He shall baptize with water and with fire. For in him are the life and the judgment of the consecrated law. And all these things took place in Bethabara, beyond Jordan, where John was baptizing. And it was at this time that Yeshua did begin his ministry in Yasharala, he being after the flesh, and indeed the consecrated son of Mary and Joseph, but also after the spirit of the consecrated Savior, the son of Ahiah, the father and mother eternal, being anointed thus with the Ravach HaKadash, 
and commissioned by the eternal law as grand prophet and interpreter of the consecrated law, Yeshua the Savior, would now, with full authority from above, reveal unto earthly man his mission of mercy, fulfilling many prophecies of bold. The Savior would keep his promise to Adam, made some 5,500 years previously, that he come to earth like a supreme power and redeem Adam and all his righteous seed from the bondage of death. Thus would the Son of Man deliver from death to eternal life all those worthy of the calling. Yea, even the test and trials of Adam would the Savior experience and suffer, even proven the superiority of the consecrated law over the falsehoods of Satan. For Yeshua the Savior would restore all things to their root. For Adam was created... For Adam was cheated by Satan and brought into a world of bondage to evil. But Yeshua would give back what Adam had due, then restoring him to his true identity and revealing unto the world the ignorance of Satan, who claimed he was a high alone and beside him there remained no other supreme power. For Satan said unto Adam and Eve, I am a jealous mighty one, and ye must have no other mighty one before my face. For I cursed the hundredth generation who worship me not, but bless all those who hear my laws and hearken unto them, for I am the most high mighty un. I am the only creator over all. Thus Yeshua came unto the earth to expose the lies of the devil and tell unto the sons of man the truth of the origin and root, yea, even unto many messengers that seeketh repentance, but remained in bondage to Satan against their will. Did Yeshua come to release and show unto them the consecrated way again? Great was the mission of the consecrated Savior, but few were the people who knew of it or understood its way, for only to the elect of Ahiah did Yeshua reveal such mysteries and teach to them the unknown wisdom of the eternal all. And y'all, may y'all be uh, prosperous in, and have favor in Yeshua's mighty name. Peace and shalom to y'all from the both of us.
We'll do part three tomorrow. Shalom.